0: There. Welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. We're in the Hotspur hood tonight, uh, talking about uh, uh, four wins out of four. Can we make it five out of five? No, we cannot. And in spectacular style as well, or very unspectacular style, losing to Brighton, leaving the top four race bang open again, rather than taking full advantage. Typical Tottenham, typical Tottenham. Uh, got three great guests here to talk about it. Uh, two of them have already talked about it on this channel yesterday. That's Orrin and Has, but we'll... <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Just reiterating what they said, but yeah, Orvin, uh, how you doing, buddy? Thanks. For yeah, I'm good, on.
1: I'm good. No worries, thank you. Well, good, yeah. And, uh, Mark, uh, you know Mark from, uh,
2: uh, been on here plenty of times. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. My dog's just about to go off on a mad one. <laughs> I can hear, I can hear <laughs> it. There's someone at the window over there, so I'm just getting ready to
3: mute, but I'm good, mate. I'm good. Cool, and Hass, uh first
0: time on, the, on Let's Talk Talk. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for coming on.
3: Very well, thank you. Cheers, Chris. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, well, unfortunately, we have to talk about uh, a bad result rather than the four good results we've had. Uh, Firstly, as well, Super Chats are are on. So uh, if you want to guarantee your message is read out, Super Chat, that message and it'll get read out. Uh, I'll try and get through as many comments as possible. Last last week it was quite a lot so I couldn't get through them. I put them all on screen, couldn't read them but uh, Rez has commented, uh, how are you doing Rez? I uh, hope you're feeling better. If you didn't, don't know what that's about, watch uh, Shelfside Spurs from, can't remember when it was last week, but uh, <laughs> they're reaching 300 uh, subscribers. He then ate something that was far too hot for any normal person to eat. I don't really understand <laughs> Why you do that, but anyway, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, hope you're doing better, Rez. And uh, yeah, please get the likes in, uh, oh, hit the likes rather, hit the subscribe button, all helps the channel. Uh, and then if you like what you see, go over, over to Let's Talk Tottenham and hit the subscribe there as well. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching, and uh, let's get started. So, Orin, I'll start with you. Did we take Brighton too lightly on, on the back of four wins out of four, or did uh, uh, I keep calling him Brian Potter. Did Graham Potter get his tactics spot on? Was it a combination of both? Was it something else? Because that wasn't the Tottenham that we've seen in the last uh, month or so free flowing and, and top scorers in all of England in 2022. Uh, so what what, what happened uh, for you?
4: Um,
1: just tactics. You have to remember that the games that Spurs scored all those goals, the team like Aston Villa, they opened up in the second half where they got tired, Brighton. Played exactly the same way from minute one to the last minute. Just sit back, slowed the game down, make sure they fouled, you know, Kane, Song, Kuloweski. They just broke up the whole play. Um, and Spurs never got going to get the intensity going. And every time they tried, it was kind of like, you know, bad passing or the press. So, yeah, Brighton just got the tactics right. Sit deep, be patient, and make sure that, you know, you uh, mark Kane. Um, and that's that's what happened. It's it's just one of those games. It, it, Paul Morrison was right; he called it. You know, that's what you know. That's what happens. It's it's Brighton will do this to other teams. Um, so yeah, it I, they just got the tactics right. Just didn't break. Didn't you know? Try and change the game. They just do. They, they played for the draw, and then the bonus was they got the win.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's such a frustrating game, Mark. I mean. <laughs> It compared especially to what we've seen in the last month. But I mean, do you agree with all in there? Or do you think Conte was a bit naive there? I expected it was change something at half time, uh, and get us going. And that never happened. I mean, you've got to give credit to Brighton there. Uh, the pressing was, was evident throughout the whole game. Uh, didn't let, I mean, Benton Kerr wasn't really allowed to pass anything. Kulicevsky, Kane, son, fairly anonymous in the whole game. Uh, do you,
2: do you pick us a one-off or? I don't disagree with anything Oren said, to be honest with you. I think it was just, uh, it was one of those days where everything Brighton did. They kept to their, stuck to their game plan. I agree with Oren that they come for a draw. They nicked a goal. Uh, it was just a bad day at the office for us, to be honest with you. We, we, listen. First half against Villa, we were awful as well. And we got that goal like after however long. And you know, we, we, we should have been losing that really four five one at half time last week. Um Newcastle, we had to go. Did we go behind, didn't we? Against Newcastle, yeah. I think. Yeah, the free you know. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You know, we have these we have these moments, don't we? But I mean I think Conte summed up perfectly when he said, like, if you can't win the game, you don't lose it. And then you know, it's a lesson, isn't it? Like what I, what yeah. I like is we, we'll hopefully learn from that, you know. We'll hopefully mm. learn. And I'd rather... We just got lucky that Arsenal lost as well. It's not really yeah. cost us too much. Man United have gained a little bit. But, yeah, I, I'm not going to get too down. Listen, I'm pissed off about it. Don't get me wrong. It sport, you know, it's sported my weekend a little bit. Um, but it's how you bounce back in it. So I'm not going to dwell on it too much. It was just a really... It was just, look, I, I... When Kane had that shot or whatever, that p roller. <laughs> From yeah, that moment, first I this minute, be our day, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, when Spurs turn up, sometimes you just look at it and go, this. You just knew. Yeah. Well, I did. I yeah. just knew it weren't going to be our day from that moment, and it turned out yeah. to be right.
0: Yeah, are you in agreement there, Hass? or, or do you think it was? It, it speaks to a bigger problem, or, or do you think it's just one off? We've had four really good games, free scoring, just came up on a bad day.
3: I think I've I've got to agree with Oren and Mark. Um, you know it was bad there at the office. I think uh, Potter got his tactics spot on um, on the day. Set, set his stall out with the three defensive midfielders. Just suppressed um, our back backline uh, throughout the whole game. We couldn't we couldn't find a way out of our of our half um, pretty much the whole game. Uh, couldn't get our passing going. Couldn't get the runners in behind. Usually we we like to you know throw a long ball up. Towards the runners, um, and we couldn't even get that going. But um, aside from that, I think it was a combination of also we were just lethargic. We just looked so leggy. Um, We just. Well, what'd you look... put
0: that down to? Because we we we're, we've got games now a week apart. There's no midweek game, then a weekend game, midweek game, weekend game. So what'd you put the lethargy down to?
3: I, I can't. So I, I, I agree can with that. Imagine. I thought we looked tired. Yeah, I mean, look. The... Against Villa, it was the same in the first half, but we found an answer in the second half. And um, Part of me thought, against Brighton, all right, okay, we've had a crap first half, but we roll our sleeves up second half and we'll get going again. That didn't happen. And that was the worrying part for me because we haven't played any other games midweek. We're not playing European games or cup matches. So what's what seems to be the issue? Why, why you know, it seems like when we, um, when it's... Um, you know, when they're leggy and lethargic, it's not only one or two players. It seems to be the whole squad. So that, for me, is a bit of a worry. But on the flip side of that, I know that we can go on a three, four, maybe even five uh, game winning uh, spree. So it's a bit of a strange one. But I do know um, Conte had COVID, I believe, all week. Mm. So whether his presence not being... At the training ground, etc. You know, it might it have had an effect on the team. Um, I know that the team were given two days off after the Aston Villa game. I don't know whether that came into um, effect or whether that affected the players or not. Kane was uh, across the other side of uh, the planet yeah. at the Masters. So you know, it's a bit of a strange one, really. You know, we've got we've got a really big run in, um, and the players are globe elsewhere you know it doesn't matter who you are you stick together and you put in a shift during training to get us over the line so yeah,
4: yeah. What,
0: what do you make of the whole Kane uh over at the Masters on the same day as the Villa game and and I mean just before we get that to- toxic headshot, as I agree with you there I think Conte was not coaching them this weekend because of Covid which I, I didn't I forgot about that but in terms of Kane going abroad I mean you have to have a rest period after the game. And from what I read, or whether that's true or not, it was pretty much straight after the game onto a plane rather than resting and, and yeah. I mean, he did the business against I mean, Villa, so was... you can't say that he, he went over there after a yeah. poor game against Villa. He did the business against <laughs> Villa. But, yeah, I, I mean, you're a footballer first and foremost. You, you, you're you going exactly. for the top four. Watch the golf by all means. You know go and, and in this day and age I mean this is a perfect example here you don't have to go over to America to do it just do it by satellite or zoom uh, yeah so a very strange kind of um situation there but what do you make of that it,
3: well it almost it almost feels like you know after like uh the Easter period you've had four or five days off and you're not looking forward to going to work are you you are like you know we're all <laughs> going back to work tomorrow we're like oh god I've had Lovely four or five days off, you know, in the sunshine, and now I've got to go back to work. It just felt like that, you know, where he's had a couple of days off, he's been to the Masters, you know, he's had a lovely two days, then he's gone back into training. It's like, oh shit, shit you know, I've got to, now I've got to turn up for a football match. Hmm. Well, you know, that's what you get paid for. Because um, I'll be honest, Kane didn't cover himself in glory as well um, against Brighton. He was. He was shockingly poor. I mean, he's generally, when he's been marked out of the game, he'll still find a way. He'll still sort of, uh, you know, uh, bully defenders, so to speak, and get his way, you know, get the foul here and there. But he just wasn't doing that either. So, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one in my books.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Vez I said here. Shouldn't have done it, but it would have only been a small factor in what happened. But what do you make of the whole cane over to the Masters? Because I've been to America a few times, and it's been two-week period, and I get really bad jet lag, and I don't have to go and play football the next day. And this is a guy who's got who's who's gone on have a long flight.
4: a
1: Spurs days, had won, a Spurs if Spurs had won, nothing would be mentioned about it. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah all the players do, were given two days off. Do you think it's off. just an excuse because Well, we no, no, lost... no, yeah. It's it's all players were given two days off. Um so Kane would have known and he was back on Tuesday, so he had plenty of time to recover. Um what I put it down to is I don't know if you, if you ever watched the UFC um, at all. Um but there's some there's some there's this thing called energy drop where you have I'm sure you've had it before where you wake up and you're full of energy and then you start doing something and, and there's just a drop. That's what I noticed with Spurs, that they had the fans going, the sun was out, they're probably feeling like, let's go. And then they hit the pitch and then just something happened. And when you're in that condition, no matter what you do, you cannot recover. You cannot, you know, it, it's... it's. So I think, like, because I watched the match and even in the first five minutes, I'm like, Spurs are playing really slow. Every single player it's really slow what's happened and like I said um and you can look this up on, on, on Google or whatever but when a player has an N drop the whole it, it affects the whole team so I think that the players were all excited and then they got that N drop and it's like right we're gonna try and find it again and they couldn't and Brighton were all over them and they were on top of them and, and you could see that individually the players just you know, like they didn't have even even song like he looked tired after the first like 10 minutes and he wasn't sprinting as much and that just ripples. We all know um, if, if one player makes a good tackle, it ripples through the team. So I think with that two days off, you know, coming back, training again, the high intensity, then playing the game, fans on the back, it just, that energy just dropped. And no matter what Spurs did, they just couldn't rise up to that level. They, I, I thought like many that in the second half, they would, um that would improve but again like i said with that energy drop you just can't you, you just you can push yourself but me- once that mentality is kind of you know you're trying to talk to your legs but your legs are going no i'm not going to do what you say and, and that's what it looks like um, to me that's what it you know looked like and it doesn't matter if you've had a week off if like i said you have that adrenaline rush and it's just dropped you're it's it, so i think that's to me, you know, scientifically, that's that's what I'm looking at, that they looked leggy and it just kinda they were trying. You could see that some players were trying, but they just couldn't get up to speed with things. No matter what. Even when Brighton scored, you expect a rally from Spurs, but they were trying, but they just couldn't do it. Um and they did have I, a of I also of think Aurin, as well.
3: it starts from yeah. it starts from up top with us as well, though. It starts with you mm-hmm. know, if Kane's yeah, yeah. having a good game, that the team usually follows and he wasn't having a good game. And that showed, you know, when he's ticking, everyone else is ticking. When he's ticking, Mm -hmm. Swan's making the runs, Kulu's making the run. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that he wasn't at the races resonated throughout the whole team, uh, Mm -hmm. from what I saw on um, on the weekend. So, yeah, there's that as well. You know, there isn't. We haven't got that other leader out there to say, "Right, let's roll our sleeves up and get going."
1: Yeah, um, that's that's the thing I've always said. Like, you know any great player, even like Lionel Messi or Ronaldo, they need help sometimes. And the, the thing the issue with Spurs is they don't have enough, you know. Um, and even like, because like I talked about yesterday, it was kind of like, why don't Pierre and Bentoncourt take shots from outside the box, change it up a little bit, take over, do something, Song, uh, Kulaveski. And Brighton did do their job. They annoyed the hell out of Kulaveski and Song. And But the other player, it's kind of like, I can never blame a a Kane type of player for the reason why the team doesn't perform because you should. It's a team. It's on a one man. You know. So but, but song should, he, have he, should have stepped up. Is he not our only
0: Is he not our only creative player? And we've got an issue if he's marked out of the game. We've well, got, I mean, Mark will know this from talking to me for yeah. donkey's years. As soon as Ericsson wanted to go, we needed to replace him. We never mm-hmm. have, and now Kane is our Ericsson. Mark Kane out of the game. We've got no one who can play that that killer ball through.
4: And well, that, that will
0: then stop people running because you, you've got, uh, I don't know, Harry Winks yeah. who came on after 60 minutes. Yeah and, yeah. and with the best will in the world, Harry Winks ain't going to play a 50-yard ball. So what's the point of running? It's wasted energy. So do, do, do you think we have an issue against teams who sit back and employ those tactics well? well and, and and Toxic Headshot has said here, game management, massive issue. Plus, Kane did not drop deep. Maybe Ryan Mason took charge and messed the tactics up. Kane did <laughs> drop deep. But the problem is... There were about three Brighton players there to stop yeah. him getting the ball turning, playing the pass, and, and yeah. whatever. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll come to Mark in a minute. Although me and Mark have had this conversation a lot <laughs> in the past, uh, do you think we got an issue against teams who sit back, and we're far, far better set up for teams who attack because then the space is there when we're on the turnover?
1: Well, the well, the fact shows that though. To say you know because let's let's have a look at you know Pierre and Bentoncourt. We know that Benton and pierre can both put three balls through. We know that. And I've said it about Pierre especially. He chooses not to. He'd rather play the safe ball. So, yes, I, I can say that there's a you know maybe a lack of creative, but there's still two professional players who can make passes. And I would understand if Pierre never made a pass, but he's actually made some good passes. Um, so is Benton Corn. So it's a case of, right, why don't you take over and do it? Why do you always have to rely on Kane to do it? Yes, Kane dropped deep, but, you know, if he drops deep, it's not so much like, oh, we've got to play to Kane because he's dropped deep. If he drops deep, Kane is dropping deep to bring a defender with him. So then look for Son and Kulaveski to put the ball over the top. Even if it's offside, even if it's, you know, over hit. It's, for Spurs, for me, the issue for Spurs is that they don't have enough players who they want to play safe. They don't want to make mistakes. And it's like, sometimes you've got to... Yeah, uh, Force the ball
0: the
1: yeah and, and it's like because what you have to do is always make the opposing team think so if they know that you know Song's going to make the run and he's done it five passes you know Kevin De Bruyne is a master of it he'll play 20 passes and it could be a bad time but all he he knows that all he needs to do is put one good pass and everyone's talking about it Spurs don't have that and the you know the fans I could hear the booing when Pierre and got it sometimes because it's like you can see the run, it's like, nope, no, I'm gonna pass it to you, Benton Gore. I want you to do something. And and that, that's I think that's the that's the biggest issue that Spurs have two players or assert too many players who will play the safer pass than actually thread something through. Because they can do it when, you know, Spurs are winning five one. You know, Pierre will you know, put that perfect ball through and it's like, well, why can't you do that one nil or 0 nil against a lower team?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, got a few comments I'll, here. I'll probably, um, go Oh, sorry,
3: carry on, carry on. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, ironically, the club motto is to dare is to do. so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a point. point, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: I mean, John Roberts here uh, regarding uh, Kane going to the Masters, shouldn't have gone. Uh, and uh, Ed M, how you doing, Ed? Be brave, we weren't. There we go. And yeah. Rez, uh, like we said at the start, and, and <laughs> caress the like button, people. If not, do it now, it's fun. It's also absolutely free doesn't cost you a thing um uh, but yeah mark uh in terms of kane going to the masters firstly do you think he should have gone secondly like ovin says which it probably is if, if we'd have won, no one known would have cared uh but has that affected him and, and been uh, how poor he was and and secondly do, do we struggle against teams I'll, I'll put the banner up here uh do we have problems against teams who sit back being that Kane seems to be the only uh, 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 creative player that we've got? And it's almost like, uh, uh, Ovin's made the point now of Benton and hoyberg taking responsibility, but it's almost like, well, Kane's our leader. So if he has to take responsibility, we can't. I mean, yeah. I mean, a few questions there, but um, <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? First those? of all,
2: first of all, um, he shouldn't have gone because golf is boring as fuck and you've got better things to do with your time than go and watch golf. <laughs> now, listen, I, have no problem. I had no problem with seeing him there before when I see him. I, it didn't bother me, so I, I'd, be, I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I'm bothered now. And is it, this isn't the first time he's done this, by the way. He went to the Super Bowl. In, I've not seen it mentioned. He went to the Super Bowl in 2019. Funny enough, as Orin said, no one mentioned or talked about it afterwards because we won the next game. So it wasn't mentioned. <laughs> about it. No, no one cared about it because we, we beat Leicester 3 1. Um, but funny enough, I just looked at the fixtures there. The game after we beat Leicester was the Burnley game. Remember at, at Turf Moor when everything started going uh, downhill from that game at the box? Remember?
0: Yeah, was so, that when Pochettino yeah. got in trouble for. Yeah, yeah, with a ref. Yeah. Explaining to Mike Dean yeah, how yeah. useless Mike Dean really is.
2: That's the one. That's the one um so no I didn't I don't have an issue with it really to be honest with you um the, uh, the whole team didn't turn up for me on on Saturday so it wasn't just I agree with what has says in terms of Kane is the leader on the field but it shouldn't all be down to him though that's the thing I know that it is and I agree that's with what, that but yeah, you know, what Ed says else...
0: here uh <laughs> agree with Erin, Ed says they can do it but choose not to uh, and mm. Tina Richard, yeah. how are you doing, Someone Tina? else needs to step up, yeah. so... Yeah. <clears throat> Game was a sham this weekend, Conte must have batted them at half-time, Peter didn't work, but
2: um, yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, so, you know, I do just put it down as one of those days. Time will tell, won't it? We'll, we'll find mm. out on Saturday yeah. at 5.30 against Brentford, but yeah. um, in terms of what was the other question about Kane, you want us to get a playmaker, but I've known this for years, Chris. Oh, you? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I've been banging this drum for, to, yeah <laughs> ever since Eriksen said he wanted to go, that must have been 2019, yeah. but uh, do, well, do think you think we have a problem against teams who sit back, being that Kane is our only creative we did player? Oh, we, we didn't under we did. pot, fine Potch, we didn't, really we did,
2: I think we did, we did. Of course, yeah. yeah, I think we did as well, We did, yeah. Potch
3: as well, a few games, yeah,
0: towards yeah. not 16-17 season, we didn't really, teams would sit back, certainly at White Hart Lane and then we'd get an early goal because we'd, we'd play quick and uh, uh, um, what and and the, the other thing that happens, and not so much against teams who sit back, with Dembele as well, who was crucial in that mm. team. When a team scores or, or put us under pressure for a period of five minutes or so, those two would get on the ball for five minutes. The other team wouldn't touch it. Kills any momentum that team mm-hmm. had. We don't really have that now.
2: Yeah. I um, think under Parch, we always knew. I was always confident we would get the win from somewhere. Regardless of whether team sat back, but they we we did struggle at times under Poch to break teams down. But I was always confident we would find a way. But then that goes back to what you're saying. You knew that you had an Ericsson or even a prime Deli Alley back then who could do a clever finish. Yeah. Think, you know. We don't really have that now. And I think under Conte, he wants his creativity to come from the wing backs. And unfortunately, I'm not going to blame Emerson. I don't think he's a great wing back, but I don't think he was bought into Tottenham as a mm. wing back. So you can't really blame the guy for that.
0: I think the uh, problem there is when you had Rose and Walker doing their thing, you had an Ericsson or, or, or other people to play that ping-point 50-yard ball yeah. instantly to them. We've got Kane now, and, and, and Brian have to deserve a huge amount of credit for marketing him out of the game because it wasn't just Kane playing poorly. If Kane had uh, got on the ball a lot, he would have found his passing range and shooting range, and then it would have caused problems. They stopped that happening, so they've got to take enormous credit yeah, for that. I agree. But, but then... Who's gonna pass him the ball? Harry Winks comes on. I like Harry Winks, he's unfortunately not good enough. But he ain't gonna be able to ping a 50 yard ball. Benton Kerr probably not. Hoiberg has done it in the past.
2: I Didn't think um, and, and... I think Potter watched what Villa did and mm-hmm. pressed us, but he done it in a in a cleverer way than what Villa did because Villa like well yeah, they, you can't sustain what Villa did. They did it for
3: a he half. put an extra man in midfield. Five minutes. So again, do,
4: you think
0: they support, uh, do you think they support... Sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, sorry, I
3: was just saying that uh, Potter put the extra man in midfield, and that's why they were able to press effectively. Villa only had the two in midfield yeah. with Douglas Louise um, and one other, I believe. But um, yeah, that, that's just one sort of change. Just changed the whole dynamic of the game. You know, to, to be able to press that um, consistently and throughout the whole 90 minutes. You know, that's all it was. You know, press high up, but make sure you do your job properly. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, audio artisan here. Uh, we always used to score a lot of late goals, certainly in the pot here. A couple from Vez here. Uh, we have a problem, but I think it's psychological. The players turn into headless chickens. Oh, what do we do now? Type of thing against the low block. He means Conte's been doing intense tactical drills with the players each week. Maybe wasn't able to this week with the COVID situation. But um, yeah, I mean, do, do you think uh, uh, yeah, has uh, Brighton surprised us? We we we've played them twice this season. one very comfortably at home in the in the uh, cup. Won fairly comfortably, although a, a tighter scoreline away from home. Do do you think they surprised us a little bit by being so aggressive in the press and pressing us right from the start and the extra man in midfield to stop Kane? Or do you think we should now, Kane is our danger man, teams are going to try and stop him Mm -hmm. and he drops deep, they're going to try and stop him. So do you think they did surprise us and do you think we shouldn't really be surprised with teams doing that now?
3: I think um, if you ask most Spurs fans... Oh, sorry, who was the question? To? No, no, sorry. Yeah. Oh, Has? yeah, sorry. Oh, Hass. sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. We'll, we'll um, go around no, the board gonna... we'll start with Hass. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think if you ask most Spurs supporters, I think um, we, we sort of thought, yeah, we're playing at home. We've, beat them. We've got Brighton's number. Uh, we'll turn up on the day and we'll do the business. Um, it wasn't to be. And I think it was a little bit of a surprise, um, the fact that they tweaked it and OK, Came out so aggressively. I, I did not expect it myself, but they just um brought the game to such so a lull where we just couldn't get it going, you know. So for me it was a surprise, but we all know uh Spurs have it within them to come up with um, a performance like this. Um also I think someone mentioned as well uh been in doing intense tactical drive, That was res. Yeah, that was res to yeah. mention that, and that could also be a factor as well because he wasn't there coaching them. Although you know he would have been on the phone, whatever else, but you know when when the man himself is there, you know doing the drills, he's a perfectionist, isn't he? Um, he was only able to come back with the team on on match day, so you know. Um, but fair, fair play to to Brighton, you can't take anything away from Brighton. We've we've always had an issue with low block teams, um, and against Brighton, it was a case of well they just pressed us and we couldn't get going, but. Um, it's, it's a strange one because Conte's tactics, um, he likes to deploy the wingbacks. And with effective wingbacks, you can beat a system like that. You can beat a system where, you know, they're pressing a uh, front three by, by using the wingbacks, if they're effective enough. You know, a couple of times, uh, Reggie and Emerson on the ball just couldn't get going, couldn't find a way. Um, didn't have that end product about them to, to beat their man and, and get a ball in. Um, if you look at someone like Liverpool, uh, a team like Liverpool, um, I look at them and think, well, that's how we were in the 15-16 season, 16-17 season. That's exactly how we were, you know, the sw- the swashbuckling displays, you know, the, the, the fullbacks bombing forward. You know, he had Kyle on one side and he had Rose on the other side. You know, it was fantastic. Yeah, to watch I mean, and we don't have that anymore and I'm sorry to say but you know it, it always comes back to this issue about the wing back
0: yeah I mean Owen what, what do you think did, did they surprise us or did you expect them to do that
3: Although I don't think, think Emerson he, had a particularly bad game sorry game, but yeah,
0: sorry Hash, you're breaking up a spent little more bit time I, I, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you broke up <laughs> there, you and then you
3: came back. But, uh... Yeah, sorry. I was just on the wing backs.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. I was just talking about the wing backs. Um. Obviously, look, we. I was saying Emerson didn't particularly have a bad game, but you, we, we're saying that because he had to defend most of uh, the ninety minutes. You know, if you look at someone, uh, you look at Liverpool again. You know, the wing backs. They'll they'll push on. They'll beat their man. They'll get a cross in from deep. You know they'll get a cross in from somewhere. You know, and they haven't got it in their locker to to get those crosses in, or um, even a ball from deep. You know, you look at someone like Trent. You know, he'll he'll spot a pass from his own half and and send Salah on his way, or whoever it is, Mane. You know, we just don't have enough options on the pitch, and that is the issue. We we you know when something's not working, we can't go to a plan B or a plan C. It's a combination of not having the personnel, um, and you know, and uh, just the mentality as well. I'm, I'm afraid because this mentality has been here since, you know, since before Poch t- took over. Let's be honest; um, he seemed to have um, eradicated it a little bit, but still didn't get rid of that uh, mentality of turning up at finals or semi-finals. You know, we we just always got to the cusp, and you know, it was always uh one step too far for us. So but yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you say it's a number of things that Spurs.
0: Yeah, I mean uh Rez and Tina in the in the chat have agreed with you there. Um owen uh for you, uh do you agree with Haas there or do you think Brighton did surprise us and we shouldn't be we it's should it's have been surprised just, that they did that.
1: It's not it's not just Brighton. You know, we are looking at this game as just Brighton but majority of games that Spurs have lost this season has been to like Burnley, low block, uh, Mark Harry Kane at the game. And for me, it's like under uh, Potch, the one thing that I've, and I said this last night as well, the one thing that I've noticed, a big difference is there's a lack of long range shooting at Spurs. They're not shooting, you know, Ericsson used to do it, Dembele used to score from outside the box, Kane, Deli alley Song, that's like kind of dried up. And now he, it's kind of like as soon as Spurs got the ball, they knew, right, get onto Harry Kane. And they looked elsewhere. And like the wing backs, you know, Emerson's not a wing back. We we, we know that. He's there and he's going to learn for that position. Um, Sergio, he is. He, I don't think Sergio was a wing back. He's a left back. And he's been converted into a, um, a left wing back now. And. For me, the, 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 another issue with Spurs, because um, we've been talking about the wing backs over and over, who do they pass to? Because no one's making runs in behind other than Song. And yes, Kuleveski doing it. But when the wing backs get in a position to cross, you look up in the box. And the one thing that Poch had was that Dembele was in the box. Dele Alli was in the box. Even when Yama would get in the box, you look up now, Kane, Song. And if Kane drops deep and he makes a pass to the wing back, you have Kuleveski and Song in the box. And, you know, Sergio trying to get in and Sergio can get a chance, but, you know, more than likely 90 percent of the chance he fluff it because he panics and he gets all (laughs) too emotional about things. So there's a lack of players like I've always think that Pierre, I mean, Pierre got in the box, made a cross. Okay, didn't come to anything, almost came to something. But but that should be more. And I think that, you know, the biggest issue for Spurs is that they need to have players who take initiative in the game. Instead of just I will stick to what Conte told me to do. Um Kane is the only one who would drop deep, and you know, we all know that song, maybe Kulaveschi. But the likes of Bentoncore and um others, they they need to like go, right, let's take control of this game, let's see what we can do, what can we change? Can we play narrower? Like, how can we suss that game out? Man City that that's what makes Man City and Liverpool great. It's not the players that they have, is that they have players who will change the formation, like Henderson will. Swap. You see, Kevin De Bruyne. If he if he starts in the middle and he's getting marked out of the game, he'll go out wide. Foden will swap. They're constantly swapping, moving around. At Spurs, but, that but match. Maybe
0: maybe they've got license to do that. Whereas Conte, uh, re- reloaded here says, I don't see. Con- oh, no, no, wrong messages. Uh, oh, there, ah, there, here it is. Sorry, Ed M. I will come to uh, reload his uh, message in a minute. See all these messages lose. Uh, don't lose messages coming out disagree with it, it contradicts the kill your opponent message we didn't have a chance to kill Brighton at all but we have against Southampton and other teams we had the chance to really kill teams and challenge but obsessed with holding shape so that's the point there but maybe De Bruyne has licence to if you're not getting the ball you okay. go and go and get it whereas we're told keep that shape maybe that's the yes. Conte thing
1: yes again that could be true but uh, like against Villa Kulovetsky didn't score from the left he went he moved to the right mm and he, he was running off Kane. Son scored from the middle. Hmm. Um, Ramirez was bombing forward. So basically, they do have license. They just freeze, and, that, and that's what happens. It's kind of like you know, fair play to Brighton because not only the Brighton press Spurs, they made sure they left a mark on every single Spurs player. Like you know, can,
3: can I just say reload makes a very, very good point. Um, I don't know if you can bring that up, Chris. Um it yeah, says Bright, Brighton packed the middle. Um, it's a few few messages back. Yeah, um yeah. He, he says Brighton packed yeah. the middle and forfeited the wide areas because wing backs aren't dangerous. Potter learned from the previous two games and how other teams like Wolves and Southampton press that for me is spot on. Managers, you know, of other clubs probably look at that and think, right, where where is their weak areas? wing backs. Right. If we press them down the middle, we're not worried about the wing backs, which is exactly what Brighton did on the weekend. I think that's an excellent point.
1: Well, 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 if that's the case, if you know they're going to press down the middle, then you you pass out wide. And that's that's the issue. It's like Brighton had four defenders marking those players because Kane drops deep and they made sure that the defenders didn't need to follow Kane because they had um, two midfielders in there. So therefore, every time the wing-backs pushed up, the left-backs for Brighton also had them. And with the both um, left-back and wing-back for the right inside side pushing forward, it kept Emerson and Sergio back as well. So it like it's all about expansive wide game. And the reason why they had the middle was to stop Harry Kane dropping deep. And like I mentioned before, the, another thing that they did was make sure that it left a mark in every player. You know... Um we saw it, you know, that there was per- I think Graham Potter said, Right, leave your mark, stamp on their feet, you know, put your studs down the back of the ankles, just get them rattled, get them like kind of and like it works. Yeah, kinda so like we-
3: yeah. We've Sorry, uh, it's Bob Spurs just mentioned something's happened. With Ronaldo.
0: Yeah, I've, I've just had a look at that. So, uh, yeah, he says, uh, regardless of banter, thoughts of Ronaldo and his family right now devastate for him, prayers and thoughts. So, uh, I mean, this is a Spurs channel, but we're, it's also a football channel. And there are more important things than football. So I, I've just read about it. Ronaldo yeah. and his partner were expecting twins. Uh, uh The girl survived and their baby boy died. So absolutely... Awful, awful, awful news. Oh. I mean, what was regardless of who these people play terrible. for, you, you don't wish out on anyone. And yeah, thoughts and prayers like Bob Spurs well, says. No, no, of course not.
3: Of course, course not. Though. No. But
0: yeah, I mean, here's a Spurs uh, channel, and we talk about Spurs. Terrible. Man. That's the terrible. Whole football, the whole footballing world is, is more important than Tottenham. And yeah, that's a horrible, horrible thing to happen. Oh, they,
1: they both died during birth? All right.
0: Uh, the baby girl didn't. The baby girl was okay. I oh, think, it's alive. The so
1: the other died. one just. Okay.
0: Yeah, but yeah, horrible, horrible thing. And yeah, hope he's hope he and his partner doing okay. But yeah, sorry, Owen.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's that's my thing. It's it's like can always make excuses, but I feel like I'm I putting it down. Um, Spurs do need a solid midfield player who can pick passes and drive the team forward. Mm-hmm. Um and, and that's we've, a, been room-
0: like- we, we've been rumored with uh, I mean this was from BBC gossip columns to so take that as yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. much of a pinch of salt as you want Ericsson mm-hmm. coming back who will obviously be free. he's keen on a spurs return. I it mean, yeah, would solve that just... problem whether whether the heart issues which would make me nervous but uh, and and whether you want to go back to to someone in the past or look to someone in the future, but he would certainly solve a problem there um
1: yeah again though it's it's you know. Players are getting paid to train on the pitch. So why can't Pierre and Benton course spend extra training in the sessions learning how to pass the damn ball? That's what I'm you know, that's that, that's what we that you know, if, if you're playing even if your job and you get told, right, you're gonna go on a two week training program to improve you, you do. So that, that's my thing. It's like what's happening on the training ground? Why aren't these players and I've always said this like someone like Harry Winks, he knows his issues. Why isn't he staying behind? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Harry Kane and, and does practicing. that. Doesn't he? Harry Kane does that. Songs done it. The the, yeah. the best. The players who want to be the best always do. It. Like you, you always. Ronaldo, I mean, yeah. Ronaldo
0: is just a machine doing that. He, yeah, Messi been doing did that it since he's been about nine years old.
1: And it's it's almost like even even the training videos that they release for Spurs. It's like you see Benton, of course, smacking the ball really good, and they're like, right, "Okay, so can you take what you've done in training and put it onto the pitch?" And I think Spurs don't have enough players who can do that transition. It's all great doing it in training when you're not getting pressured, but then when you get pressured, it kind of like you're instinctive. So I think what Spurs need is a, is a player who's instinctive next to them. Um, Erickson could be it, but maybe he could be someone you can bring on. Um, they need they need someone. Um, I think you know, like might not be a favorite, but some like imagine a player like Lo Celso, who you know isn't as injured as much, doesn't play for Argentina um a player like him because you know that he would be looking for passes looking to get forward looking to create something um spurs don't have that and that's been an issue for a long time now
0: yeah i mean something you said earlier as well i 100 percent agree with i've said this before is the long shots and it yeah, goes back to something it, it goes it goes back to something you said earlier in the stream and and we obviously weren't creating anything against Brighton. Against Villa, we didn't really need to take the long shots because we were calming mm-hmm. them open. Certainly in that second half, of will, we weren't doing that against Brighton. Have some long shots. Make them think. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, make them think. Okay, well, if we don't close them down properly, they are going to have long shots, and one of them, if they have ten, might go in. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't understand it, but um, it's just yeah. In terms of Ericsson reloaded, as I said, if Conte accepts. It Go with it. If not, don't get him. All there is to it. And and I've said this before, Mark, uh, I'm not that bothered about how much we spend in the summer. It's all about if Conte wants a player, we go get them regardless. Of
4: the <laughs> he's not going to say,
0: he's not going to say, Daniel, I want Mbappe and Haaland here because that's just under- <laughs> cheap. And Conte's not stupid enough to say, I, I want those players. But, you know, there's plenty of free agents around. If Conte says he wants them, uh, people, Ericsson's getting on a bit now. If he says, I want Ericsson, go get Ericsson. Uh, but in terms of uh, Brighton, do, do you think they surprise us a little bit? And, and in terms of the taking responsibility on the pitch, do you think there are players who should be doing that and can be doing that? I mean, Hoiberg's shown, I think it was a Man United game, he was switching the play quite well. and And so he's got the yeah. capability to do yeah. it, but... Yeah, I mean, what do you make of all, all, all of the responsibility there, and, and players not taking their responsibility, or, or were they just leaving it all for Kane because that's kind of an easy thing to do? I,
2: I, I don't know, mate. Is, is the is the honest answer? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's not one player on that pitch that I can turn around and say say to you I had a good game. So mm-hmm. I, I, just, I honestly do you just give the plaudits to Brighton to say, look, mm-hmm. they they got their game plan spot on like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has been like a rolls-royce any the last few weeks he looked flustered um mm-hmm. Bentacore has been brilliant for us recently he didn't look at the rate there's none of them there's like none of them look good so i i just i give credit to to brighton to be honest with you i don't mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. go into this that and this played in none of them turn there's not one player that i can say had a good game is there anyone
1: because I, no, I can't think no, of any—I
2: no. can't think of anyone who had a good game. So, just go um, get, go I I just—I honestly just think it's we didn't turn up. We need to move on from it. Let's see what happens on Saturday. I know that don't make a great yeah. show, but <laughs> I, can't say any yeah. more than, I can't say any more than that because. I, there isn't anyone who played well. So it's just one of you get days like that. Man City get yeah. them. Liverpool. Not not as often as us, unfortunately, but you do get days like that where just things just don't happen and you just don't ever get going. And Brighton were fantastic. They deserved the three points.
0: Yeah, I mean you know, experts of America, how are you doing, buddy? If we get a dharma, do we win the treble or just the league? I can't be dealing with another seventy-four <laughs> million days of are we gonna get trial it? Are we not? Are we are we not? Uh, but yeah, I mean it has one player who's been superb for us. And before we get to that, and Wepper should have been sent off the second yellow on uh Hoyberg. Uh, but before that, one guy who has had a brilliant game. I don't really understand how Kulu was still on the pitch. Uh he didn't elbow the guy in the face, but he's nah. he's, he's thrown an elbow there. And like Jermaine Gina said in, in punditry, if
4: that's a punch <laughs> in the
0: chest, what's the difference? And and it was an angry, it was an angry throwback, I think. Born from the frustration that he wasn't in the game, but I mean, what did you think of that? Do you think red card or, or yellow was correct? Yeah, I think
3: um there certainly. I think there was intent there. You could see it the way he turned around. He was.
0: yeah. I think if Kukavela goes down holding his face, goes to VAR, they see he's thrown an elbow off. I think
3: he, he, he did
0: Kulu a favour there, Kukavela, by um not falling. Down. You know,
3: the, the ball. Had... Yeah, sorry, um, it's just cutting out there, Chris. Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you bet.
3: Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was just saying, um, obviously, he's very lucky to be on the pitch. And, you know, it's fair play to uh, Cucurella as well. Um, he didn't go down to the floor clutching his face like most footballers do these days. You know, he stood his ground, uh, stood on his feet. And, um, yeah, I think that might have been uh, Kulu's saving grace, to be honest. Um, but also, I believe it played a part in the referee not sending off from Wepo, Um, later on in the game in the first half, when he had two or three occasions where he could have <clears throat> easily. Um, so swings and roundabouts, both teams should have possibly had 10 on the pitch. Um, but yeah, it just showed how uh, frustrating it was for the players. Um, that afternoon, you know, it really got under their skin that they couldn't get their rhythm going. They completely shut off Spur and it, it told with uh cool reaction.
0: Yeah, what do you think of in a red card? Or, or, or I mean, United in Spurs of cards. America, it should have been 10 versus 10. I think grepper should have been sent off, and the fact that Quota uh, took him off at half time shows that one more foul, he would have been off. Yeah, Kulu.
1: First, he shouldn't have been. It, as soon as when I saw it, I was like, that's a yellow. He just swung out petulantly. He didn't like. I would understand if he like turned around and went ah, But the 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 guy who was holding him back, he was and he just like you know, it's just kind of We've all done it. You yeah, know, I, if, if you I, I'm it.
0: not sure it's just a flick of the arm. I, you know, it I'm, is.
1: I mean, if but, you if you want to, if go, that go happened against, the other
0: way round, I'd say if that was cucavelo and Kulu, I think every Spurs fan screaming. Red no, I would
1: have. Well, maybe, but personally, I think football's got too soft. You know, you know, players overreact, they're sensitive, you know, falling over the place. Yes, what Kulu did was it was just petulant. And I watched it in Sky Sports um, before it came on the stream because I knew it would be asked. And if you go and watch it in Sky Sports, you'll see, I mean, Dermot Gallagher said that was never. it was never a red card. And the VAR did look at it and they decided it was yeah. just yellow. It was petulant. It was, you know, it wasn't kind of like, yeah, you've seen worse, you know, it was just kind of. Piss off, you know, kind of thing. Like if, fl- if he had have
0: caught him in the face, would it have been it, a red card?
1: Um, if and
0: and, it, and, and, but, and but if, if, if he did catch him in the face and it's a red card, what's the difference? It, it, well,
1: it's if it it didn't even touch it, did, like it didn't even like the 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 Brighton player probably thought of going down, holding his face, and he probably would have if there was no VAR. But the reason why he didn't was because he knew that VAR would check it and realize oh he was overplaying and overacting. But you can tell. Like, t- for me, to say that, you know, the whole referees, the I think the premiership needs to look at the referee system and make sure that referees understand the rules and they all stick by it. Because this whole notion of, oh, because I didn't send this player off, I'm not going to book this player. That's not the rules. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you deem if you deem that a player's yellow card... That's,
3: it's always been like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It needs to be rectified. It, because... The, the Brighton player, the, um, he got booked for stamping on, I think it was, I can't remember his feet, but he got booked for stamping on someone's feet, late tackle. Then he did it to Pierre, the exact same incident. I would understand if it was kind of like a different incident, but he did the exact same incident. So how can the referee go, I'm going to book you for this, and then you're going to do exactly the same thing, but I'm not going to book you, I'm going to talk to you. Oh, sorry, it's because um, I didn't send the player off. That That shouldn't be the way that that it shouldn't be the refs have been be,
3: doing this um for, yes. for years and years no and I, I, get, them, I get it's it it's a way of
1: keeping it's a way of keeping it, the teams it doesn't on matter side because the, they the rules. yeah the rules i don't agree rules. with
3: it but that's that's why they do yeah it.
1: and in a grand part uh the the referee the ex-referee in sky sports he said you know most referees would probably give him a second booking because it was two faults. I think the whole dramatism and the commentators overreacting, Jermaine Janus and everything. I mean, that's that's what these pundits do. They're they're dramatic, kind of Nancy boys, kind of like, "Oh my God, he's hurt!" No, I would again, I would understand if he like turned around and looked for him and smacked him in the face. We've seen a lot worse in our, you know, I mean, Roy Keane, Graham Soonis, If you've been watching football, you've seen a lot worse. Kulaweski, what he did was petulant. He got booked for it, and um, um, you know, I, I just never thought it was a red card. Not at all. Um, if he'd have been sent off, even if Brighton had done it and got sent off, I'd have been like, that's so flipping. That's just harsh. You know, just really harsh. Um, and, you know, just the way players behave and how soft footballs come, it's actually kind of almost put me off football. It's like, what's happened to, you know, <laughs> just getting on with the game and stop falling over or making a big deal out of something that's not really happening? I get why they did it, but it kind of – Brighton – Brighton played the dirtiest, ugliest, overdramatic game, and they got the win. And that, that's what they did. Every touch, every single touch, their players were down, holding their feet, complaining, moaning, slowing games down. That you know, that's what I notice. Um, and I was like, just, just. So I don't think Kulusevski should have sent off, um, and I think the Brighton players should have got two yellow cards, but it didn't happen. So.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we've got a super sticker, uh, Gugumar Thanks so much, super sticker of What looks like a cat uh, grinning <laughs> uh, Thanks so much uh, Ed M says uh, A three card system would be better Have a warning card, I think the issue you'd get With that is exactly the same as we're talking about Here, that's an orange card, no It should be a red, no it should be a yellow And and, and everything like that, I mean Mark
3: I Where think do you stand? System. Hmm, I, yeah. I, thought
2: was, I thought it was A red card all day long yeah, to be right. honest with you because I thought the rules and I'm sure I've read this over the weekend that it's the intent as well. As well, you know, I know he didn't cash him, but if he yeah. caught him in the face with an elbow, I harp back to when John Fashionu caught Gary Mabbott all them years ago. I'm not saying the two incidents are the same because they're not. But an elbow to the face is a serious, serious thing. So for me. He,
0: he wasn't that far off either, getting no. him in the face. And I, 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 I'm i not so sure what the difference is, whether you get him in the chest or wherever it was the arm. He doesn't know where he's the swinging the arm. He doesn't know yeah. where
2: he's swinging that elbow. And that could have caught him. That could have caused serious damage. That could damage have caught him, him anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think know.
3: he didn't go down uh, because he himself, Cucorelli himself, probably thought. Yeah, there's enough in that for me yeah, not to yeah, even yeah. go down. The yeah, referee yeah. give that. <laughs> well, honestly, sorry. Honestly, I'm, 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 I'm watching it. And, and, and the I'm reason watching. the
2: reason that VAR, Oren, the reason that VAR, I think, didn't give it is because he didn't catch him. The referee clearly saw it because he gave him the yellow card. And it's, it goes back to that thing of, well, it's not a clear and obvious mistake. He has seen it. We can't, we're not going to overturn it. If they would have given a red, I don't think they would have gone, oh, do you want to go and have a look at that? I think but, that's,
0: that's, not, but that, that's nonsense as well isn't it if, if that's the case it's not a clear and obvious error neither is an offside by a toenail but they seem oh, no to yeah, get, that let's in not to get into that let's so, not get
2: into so, that but...
0: so it's just contradictory <laughs> I, and it you know it's... var was brought in to clear these things up and it's more it's, it's more controversial than it's ever well, been. well I personally
2: but, think that, that, that var should have stood in and said actually that is a red I really think that's a red all day long. But have, like, have,
1: have, has have any of you watched it back
2: yeah, I yeah, it back watch on the day, yeah.
1: On the on. day, like I'm, I'm watching it, back. I'm watching yeah. it on Sky Sports right it now. I'm watching it on Sky Sports right now and it's been slowed down. Kuloveski doesn't even look at him. It's kind of like the, the 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 Brighton players pulling him back and he's just gone like that. He's just like spun his arm around. It's he hasn't gone. I would understand thing, if he if he the, went behind. He yeah. Yeah, he,
3: yeah, he just, exactly he just like
1: swung that. around. He's yeah. just swung around and his arms has gone. If you if you if you're running with with your hands, and you swing around, your your arm is naturally going to go in that direction. And it's kind of like a petulant kind of swing around, get off me. I would understand if he had stopped and went, oh, because that, you know, and you could tell that like watching it now, he could have, it actually missed his chest. And the Brighton player did grab his face. He, he grabbed his face and he went to walk away because he thought about it for a second. But then something must have changed in him to think, right, if I go down here, VAR, look at it, it's like, wait, he didn't touch my face, didn't even touch me and that that was a thing as well there was no contact and like i'm watching on sky sports now and again i would understand if Kulavetsky had elbowed him in the chest or whatever but Kuloveski missed him and it I, wasn't i don't
0: think there has to be contact for there to be intent if i went
1: if i went if
0: i met if i met mark and he disagreed with me and i threw a punch and he moved out of the way or i missed yeah but that's that's to punch you're you're so
4: you're, there's intent there to try and okay. hurt
0: someone so i, I but here's the thing: should have been
4: red.
1: you're throwing a punch. You're actually doing this. You but so you're thrown, seeing Mark. He's, no, he's, he's not. Elbow,
4: if, he's you not throwing an elbow.
1: It's it's he hasn't thrown an elbow. Like so, if if you're in a bar and Mark comes behind you and touching, you, you, don't know the automatic instinct is to go, "What's that?" If you swung around, you're not like uh, there's a difference. And I think this has been like overplayed and hyped up because. You know the commentators I'm are like, "Oh, it's an it elbow." Happens, it happens all the time in every game. There's a
2: player pulling behind. They don't always swing at swing their arm, though. They, they do swing. They do. Like it, not
4: it's, all the time. if, if not you're getting frustrated, that, I don't.
1: that all I'm saying is, like, if you go and watch it on Sky Sports, and you will see it. Like, there's a difference between. I would understand if he'd have stopped or like went to look for him, but he just—it's kind of like he just was getting pulled back, and he just went spun around. You know, it, it, I don't like. Yes, they might have, it was it was intent to get someone off him. It wasn't intent to like I'm gonna hurt this player. I wanna elbow him, and there's a big difference between that. I think that's and, a very
3: unnatural way of getting someone off you, though, know, because you don't have to swing your elbow el- at. It's it, for me, it was a very unnatural movement. And look, I love Kulusevski. I just think he lost his head at that point, and he swung his it, elbow at unnatural
1: p- movement. It's not unnatural really? because if, if I was to meet you, right, and come up behind you and pull you and pull you and you want to swap me off, your natural movement is to skip, swap me off, or to like just push I'm I'm sure you, you've done it. I'm sure you've done it to your friend who's annoying you or whatever. You know, you kind of like go away, that that kind of way. So for me, it's kind of like the the commentators and the media is like, oh, we should have been sent off. And it's like, where's the line you know what I mean because then if that's the case if he should have been sent off then more players should be sent off and it's like it's it's happened if he'd have been sent off it would have been very very harsh and even if a Brighton player had done it, it would have been very harsh I understand and agree with what you guys say but I'm coming from the knowledge that I think football has got far too soft and dramatic and over the top and players play for the most you know, they play for it because they know VAR will check it and they know will get sent off. It's almost kinda of cheating. You know, players have become that way. It's it's how it is, it's how the game is. But I just think incidents like that will just drum up even more and players will look to get each other sent off. And if you look at what uh the Brighton player did, which one looks more um which one looked more kinda painful? Uh the what do you call the Brighton player? The Mumbai or what Mumbai? The bright in player, he, but in in back, oh, what would the other have cool of someone brushing past you and just about just barely missing you or someone purposely stamping on your feet with studs which one's more severe i i, I don't think
0: that it needs to be which is more severe one's but tried it, to throw an elbow and luckily it's he, another stamped on someone's foot both red cards for me the, one, the, one of them's mistimed you know uh, it, whether it was mistimed or, or whether it was a deliberate stamp, the guy the, the guy's fouled the guy. It should have been a second yellow card. Whether an elbow's been thrown and it's missed or not, it's still intent there to throw an elbow and he could have easily broken his nose if he's uh, slightly too <laughs> But the that's guy. the
1: thing. It's like, well, the guy who stomped on your feet can easily broken the guy's ankle.
0: Yeah, so it should I've have seen been two, the... two red so cards. So that's, that's the, the thing. The... So...
1: Yeah, go on. Sorry, Oren. Yeah, so w- what I'm saying is it's like it's kind of you know watching watch the replay kulevsky and listen to what Dermot Gallagher said he said no, that was a as fuzzy as saw it and that's a, that's a professional referee saying that and he said if it hit him in the face could understand but he just swung back petulantly it was it was stupid for doing it and the reason why he's stupid for doing it is because in this day and age you can't do something like that at all you can't even lift your hand near a player because they'll go down and start screaming like they've been shot. Or, like, the you know, so that's why he said, like, why it was silly. But you know, Dermot Gallagher, you know, said, Listen, you can see why it's a yellow card. VAR looked at the situation and went, We agree because VAR's overturned red cards before or overturned yellow cards and say, You need to go and look at that. And players if, Dermot it. if
2: Dermot Gallagher sent it well, it makes me more convinced it should be a fucking red card, to be honest with you.
1: Well, that's the case. Like, I mean, even Andy Robinson, remember the Liverpool game where he got sent off? As soon as I saw it I was like, oh, don't send him off. It's a game of football. What happened to football? What happened to the toughness of it? You know, you passion, mean the one where
0: he tried to kick Emerson out of the stadium?
1: I, again, that's a massive exaggeration. He off Is that the one you're referring to? He, he, he no, referring to? Because that, that yeah. was a definite red card in no, the same it... way
0: that I think Kulisevsky's was.
1: Well, that's a, it's it's like Kane should have been sent off then. If, if, the, if the game, oh, he
0: definitely should have been against. Liverpool. Right, so that, that, therefore, if enough.
1: if we if this is the way the game's going forward, then tackles should be stopped. There should be no tackling at all. No, no, no. Should... Tackle, tackle should every... stop, but where someone's... No, it should because the game has gone... The game, I think, personally, the game is getting too damn soft. It really is. You know, watching... You oh, know, yeah, the, the, there's
0: so a hell of a soft. difference with someone, so... someone, someone brushing someone in the face and then going down, holding their face. Someone throwing an elbow and going down. Or, or what Kane it, did, which we, he, he could bro- have... If, if Robertson's foot was planted, he could have broken his leg.
1: We, we have... That's no exaggeration. We, we, we have different... The, stakes, we, so, the, yeah, the yeah. thing is... Oh, it's different the, sort of opinion, yeah. Yeah, different opinion. I think you, what you considered at the elbow, I consider just a lash out. Because, you know, I think an elbow... If, if Kuloveski had elbowed the Brighton player, you would have known about it. He would have been on the ground. Even if in the chest, he would have been on the ground and in pain. And the fact that the Brighton player could still, you know, it didn't even touch him and he started to over-exaggerate... So I think that the narrative. But
0: an of... elbow doesn't mean in the face. An elbow means throwing an elbow. In the same way, a punch right, doesn't so... need to be in the face. It could be in the well, stomach. If... It could be the arm. It could be on the leg. It could be wherever. So well, again, I think he's a I very think... very lucky boy.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's. I just think that. Um... You've pissed him off, or and he's gone. now. He? <laughs> <laughs> Never done that before. You're now in charge.
2: You're now the presenter.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah. Brentford game. Um what do you think will happen to Brentford game? It's on Saturday, five uh five twenty, is it? Mark. What do you think?
2: five five thirty kickoff.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, personally,
2: mate, I think we'll we'll bounce back with a win. They're they're on okay. a run of is isn't it there's six games unbeaten or something? Yeah. Um so they're on a very good he goes back there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the hell has
1: happened there the you off mate
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) the
1: other side there you go so
0: so i'm like what the hell has happened here but then my phone's still playing it so okay it's something to do with my
4: computer but yeah
0: but yeah i mean yeah uh we've got Gugamar with another super sticker here how you doing Uh, thank you so much another cat again uh, uh, uh smiling again uh yeah, and uh uh yeah Scott M talking to Gugumar. Uh for me, Ashley Young's lunge. Uh Bob's where this is uh Kane in the villa game was a red card too. That could have been a yeah, career yeah. ending tackle, his yeah. tackles like Absolutely. those be good too And uh United States of America. If any apprenticeship decky did, I speak for red. Yeah, uh and Google, I, I understand on his point but some things can be too much. Uh I oh, mean, it's a difference of opinion. My opinion, he's a very, very lucky boy in the same way that Kane was. Uh, West Robertson deserved his red card against Liverpool. Ashley Young, very lucky boy against uh, uh, against Villa. <laughs> For Villa, against us. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. I mean, it's a contentious point and and... I, I, it I think, won't be the last one it won't be the last yeah. one there'll be more elbows uh, tackles that aren't red are red and, and, and it'll go you know this is what var was brought in for and we're still arguing and debating things like this yeah. which is what var was brought in
1: for um just just to say I think the issue this will is only be solved if like like I said before that if players know that even if they attempt to even do that they will get straight red card. It will just be gone out of the game. Um, so I think the, PA, the, the the premiership needs to look at the rules and make sure that certain rules are abided constantly. You know, not just, oh, my interpretation of the law. You know, yes, fair play. Um if Kulaveski had been sent off, I would have said it's harsh, but if it had happened with you know with other, I'd been like, okay. But the Brighton player did stand twice, so those should have been bookings. So I think that's that's the thing that's why the arguments happen because one game one ref would have probably sent uh, Kulaveski off another one might have not even given me a yellow card and just said calm it but, down but
0: but that's the issue with all of this VAR as well I think I mean we we got four people on here disagreeing with a point or, or debating a point mm-hmm. All these decisions are open to interpretation because it's still mm-hmm. referees and a different referee at that, making a decision on the pitch, different yeah. referee making a decision that's in the VAR I mean. room. And then the next game is two separate people against you, so yeah. open to interpretation. Yeah. That's, the yeah. that's the issue. That's
1: the issue. I think that's a bigger issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So we'll get through some comments. Uh, Claude Murphy, how are you doing, Claude? In our last game, Kane was not dropping deep to help out the midfield. I, I think he was. He just wasn't able to because of the uh, uh, Brighton players there, and then he stopped because there was no room for him. To- and they followed him. It's good. The- yeah, and one of the chances. Uh,
1: and yeah. then
0: Mark, Mark will come uh, to this from Bobsber bit of a change of subject. Would Conte be getting us yeah. top four this season rank higher than when Redknapp got us there in, uh, I can't remember what year that was, 2010, 11, I think, or possibly the year before?
2: Yeah, because I think... Um, when Redknapp... Especially when he took
0: over, we were ninth, I think. And, and yeah, bare, and that's what I was going to say.
2: Redknapp, Redknapp come in and, what was it, four points from nine games, whatever he was just bang on about. He didn't get us in the top four that season. He got us in the season after, I think, where he had a full season, season after. Yeah, yeah and implement all of these tactics and yeah. everything else I mean, darryl
0: says no um, to that question I, I I think, Davil-
2: yeah i think it i think it would be a, a bigger achievement mate because he's come in um you know a quarter of the way through the season whatever it was uh, didn't have his own players changed the whole changed the whole system uh started playing wing backs instead of the way that Nuno was playing so for me yeah because we were bloody awful
0: to be honest with yeah. um, I, I I would um, say it's a bigger achievement for Conte from where we were because Redknapp, we were on absolute form from that season. When Redknapp took over the season before we got Champions League, we were in a relegation battle and he got us up to eighth. He, I think we finished eighth in that season. So start the next season, we were bang on form. Whereas when forget, Conte took over, we were out of form.
2: And don't forget, he had Modric, Bale, um, who went on to be like world class, you know, world class players. Modric so is
3: still a top, top player,
2: even mm. now, yeah. So, oh, he, that, he that pass from
0: Rodrigo's goal against Chelsea was unbelievable, Moderator. yeah. It
2: was, but then Sublime. I suppose you could argue with it, Conte's got Son and Kane, and they, you know, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, has for you, would, it, would Conte getting us top four? Yeah, season? would it rank higher than when Red first
3: there? If you look at the mess that we've had over the last couple of seasons since Poch left and the mess that we had when Conte came over um, and the position that we were in. I think you've got to say um, Conte, you know, he's got to be up there with one of the best managers in the world. Um, And for me, it's a big achievement to get this side with the players that we have. I mean, look at our bench, for God's sake. You know, we haven't even got... um, (laughs) Uh, uh, you know, any suitable replacements for our current um, 11 on the pitch, on the bench. And to do what he's done, if he gets us into um, the top four, I think it's a big achievement. Um, But the only difference is, obviously, back then, it wasn't an expectation uh, to get into the Champions League. Whereas, you know, now it's sort of like, yeah, top four. It's an expectation. We've got to get into the top four But, you know, given the current situation this season, I think it's a massive achievement uh, with the current crop of players he's got. Um, He's had to ship off uh, three or four players. He's had to bring in a couple more. So, yeah, I think 100%. uh, Good question from Bob Square as well, by the way. Um, 100%. I think it's a bigger bigger achievement, in my opinion.
0: And Ovin Ed M says... Uh, we hadn't been in Champions League before, Harry. It was great to watch. So Harry gets my vote. Uh, where does your vote go? Uh, and Gugumar has uh, her vote is Conte.
1: Um, have to go for Harry, um, and the reason why is because you know Harry getting Spurs to the Champions League uh, was was it that last minute header by Peter Crouch guys yes. Man against City. Man yeah. City? Yeah. So you had Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool. It was um, a city Man that
0: Man City had just got their money, so it was yeah, before they yeah. became
1: the the power that they are now. But it was, so, um, yeah, well, but, they just but you, you know, it was the last, and then you had Liverpool who were still there, um, Chelsea, Man United. So I think now, any any manager that has gotten Spurs to the to the top four, you know, it's done a good job. But I think Harry did it with a with a group of players. You know, yes, they had Van de Vaart, Modric, and everything, but I think it was more for shock. A surprise. I remember going to the bar and watching the game, and Peter Crouch scoring the last-minute goal. I think because Spurs have been it, kind of fans expect it now, and like I expected Conte to, like I was one of the persons who says from the start of the season Spurs can finish top four, even when they had Nuno, and um, because I think that they had the the, mm. the the right players to get there. Yes, things happen the way they happen, but. Look at look at how the season's gone. You know, Spurs have gotten rid of players, brought two players in, two players. Um, Of course, they had Remerick start, but they're top four. So it's not like they were miles away from the top four. Yes, on their Nuno, things weren't looking good, but I think it was being dramatized and everything. And now they're three points ahead of the nearest team. So I think that... The the achievement is good, but I don't think I, I wouldn't say oh what Conte's done has been amazing or wonderful because he's a world he's a world class manager and I expect him to do that because Spurs have the players that a world class manager can get to a top four. They have Song, Kane, um Romero and 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 Co. And I just think that yeah, I, I expect it. I said, right, Conte's gonna come in, he's not gonna come in to finish fifth. He's going to come and get top four. The feeling uh, so, won't
2: be the, the, the feeling won't be as good as when we did it under red because that's the first. It was the first time. Yeah, that, that, that's, um, yeah. It, it felt really special at that time. I just think. From, I see, I, 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 I'm I complete opposite of you. I, mean. I didn't think we had a, any hope of getting top four this season. Yeah, I mean, At the start Spur, of the season, Bob, I, um, no yeah. way. I, but let me bring me, me this.
0: Bobsborough Bob asked the question, has said, uh, agrees with you there, Mark, as well. And has totally agree with you, Has Conte getting us fourth would be a miracle. Had no mentality or momentum this season. It also says I would love you to go on In the Wall on a Saturday night sometime. I've been on there before. Brilliant. Be a pleasure, Bobsborough. Absolute
3: pleasure, can, mate. Get, get, get in touch. Down there. <laughs> But, yeah. um, but I was gonna throw this angle Chris um and Orin and mark um you know when 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 we got a top four spot with Harry Redknapp, um you could say we didn't have the cities or or, or massive clubs with money at that time all competing for for mm. top four as we do now you know we've got a city bags of money Chelsea always had money United um you know they're all, they're always going to be up there um, Liverpool um So we're competing with all these clubs where the top two are pretty much guaranteed, aren't they? City, Liverpool, and then you've got the third spot there pretty much, either Chelsea or United or or another team. So effectively, it leaves you a window of one position to play for. And And to be able to get that top four... Yeah, to be honest,
2: mate, I I thought the top four was nailed on this season. United, City, Liverpool, yeah. Chelsea. I, I can't believe, to be honest. Hundred percent I'm United not on the had. same boat, mate. I'm on the same the, boat. The, the squad that United yeah. had, I, I can't believe they've messed it up. To be honest with you, if because
3: they have, not got the luxury. Yeah, he, Conte hasn't got the luxury at Spurs of having a replacement for Kane, Son, or whoever it is to bring off the bench. He's not got that luxury. If no. he was at Chelsea. Or Manchester City or whatever. What you know, if it's been not been lying, working, yeah, bring on a 50 million pound player. You know, he's Sancho, had to juggle Sancho, this team.
2: Sancho's been sitting on their bench, he cost them like 80 odd e- million. Exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, what my point is to, to be able to juggle the players like in this squad, um, we, we don't have let's let's not make any bones about it. We don't have any depth in this squad whatsoever. Oh. And to do what he's doing at the moment, I think is a big achievement. Personally, I thought even when Nuno took over, it was a big gamble. Um, you know, it was the first time he was at a big club. I didn't really hold any high hopes for uh, Champions League football. Um, I started to believe after the first three games. Um, but certainly what Conte's done since he's come in, uh, to be able to turn it around at, at a club like Spurs, I think it's it has to be a bigger achievement, right? Uh, I mean, I know Orin, you're going to disagree, and I totally respect your opinion, buddy. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I'd have to go with um, with Conte on this
1: one. Yeah, um, I, I can see why, because like since Conte, you know, Conte has came to Spurs and he's been healed as some uh, messiah and God. I just, I just think he's a world class manager. That's his job to get the team that he has. And I would understand if, you know, he didn't have the likes of Kane. He, he has top players there, you know. Uh, and e- even with, with Redknapp, you know, they had, you know, it was Man United still competing. Um, You had Liverpool, Chelsea. You also had Man City just got the, the, the money, like you said. And Arsenal was still competing. If you look at this season, yes, Arsenal spent big. But I've been saying it from the start. Arsenal do what they always do. They'll have a uh, December, maybe January, February where they're looking great and they'll just fall apart. United, not, not a team. As soon as they got Ronaldo in, you know, like why would you buy Sancho for, what, 85 million and then go and get Ronaldo in? As soon as I saw that, Van de Varne, all the was in the helm, that was a disaster. It was just a ticking time bomb. So Chelsea, Man City, uh, Chelsea, Man City and Liverpool were the only three teams that I knew would f- battle out but I thought that fourth place was wide open and Spurs had the players to do it, had every right to get rid of Nuno. Couldn't completely understand that. Conte came in and Conte's won five titles, hasn't he? So yeah, like if, if you know, if you're going to hail Conte as a world best top manager, he comes in, I expect him to transform a team to finish top four. That's what I expect, you know, and it, it's, again, the players that Spurs have that might not be as good as, you know, Spurs have good players, but what Conte has to do, which he has done because a world-class manager does do that, is form them into a team. You can have the best players. Look at United. They have the best players, but they don't play as a team, so they don't win games. Um, And so Conte got them playing as a team, and that's why Spurs are top four. So I, I just, I think with Redknapp, it was a little bit more kind of, uh, for me, it was kind of like first time, wow, that's. I never expected it. I mean, it was a last-minute goal by Peter Crouch in the last game of the season to seal that. So with Conte, it's kind of... And Haya Redknapp, you wouldn't say is a world-class manager either. So that was even a bigger shock, that Haya, Haya Redknapp, who, you know, managed in Portsmouth and g- teams that were getting relegated, was able to do that with Spurs. Um, and with, you know, I mean, even Poch, I would say even Poch getting top four would be a bigger achievement than in a certain sense, because again, it was an expected Conte. I expected Conte to do what he's, he's doing now. I expected it, you know.
2: I, I see he, what you're saying, but I think we would, we'd gone so far backwards. Um Marino supposedly, you know, look at everything that he's won and he come in and he couldn't change that mentality. So I think Conte to do it in the time that he's done it, but look, yes, be honest about it. We're only there because, United keep fucking up, so do Arsenal and Arsenal, yeah. yeah that's not what three, I'm
1: saying. got three, yeah.
2: three yeah. teams that are fighting for that fourth place, yeah. and any one of them can still do it, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's going to be so nip and tuck because they're going to be fuck ups along the way, still. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you know, don't get too confident. I, I personally think that we will still make the top four because I, because of Conte for me, that, that I think having and mm. and Kane, I don't think Arsenal will score enough goals, and I think, um. Man United, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, really sad to hear about Ronaldo, but that, that, that is just another thing that they've got going on there, which is really sad. And I don't want to take any advantage of that, don't get me wrong, but that is something that's going to yeah. affect them. You know, they had the stuff with Greenwood. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah they're stuff, terrible. That terrible. That's behind the scenes, there's so much going on that,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know, that's been to our advantage, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so, to answer oh. Super
3: Tottenham's question um, about how Redknapp's achievement was better, he uh, had Peter Crouch up front. Now we've got Kane. Um, yeah, there is that, but I, I believe um, Peter Crouch wasn't the only striker at the club. <laughs> I think we had, about, we had selection of three to four strikers at the club at mm. that time. So, you know,
2: I don't think we had Van der Vaart then, did we? Because I know we were saying we had Van der Vaart, but I think he came in season after. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. season after. Coming in season yeah. after for eight million. But he got yeah. Champions yeah. League, yeah. Yeah, but they're both like, yeah, as I say, getting that Champions League, it did feel like I know we say top four isn't a cup, but it definitely felt like, <laughs> yeah. <nearly laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, 100%. You, Man City, belong. Yeah. you know, yeah, I was that was in my drinking days, and I, I went absolutely <laughs> mental. Yeah, I was a you know?
1: last minute goal. Um, so, you know, it yeah. was
2: fantastic.
1: Yeah I know it,
4: Chris, it, Chris
2: is trying to log back on so um right. you know, I don't know what he's I don't know what his next questions were but you asked me about the Brentford game has yes. what's <laughs> on it mate
1: Uh has the Brentford, the Brentford game. game what, what game? Do you think? Um, um,
3: yeah. yeah we look at Brentford uh Brent, Brentford they're on fire at the moment aren't they I mean um their manager's got them <laughs> Welcome back <You're>
1: Chris back. <laughs> It's always back when we well, say Brentford. That's, right? that's, the that's the key. That's the code.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, keeps freezing up and then crashing. I don't know. It's something to do with the memory is going too high. So God knows what's happening there. <laughs> Fucking technology.
3: Uh, we were just talking about Brentford, mate. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the well, no, coming game yeah. against Brentford. Um, so yeah, put, well, put well, i I this. Me, so uh, yeah,
0: reaction against Brentford. Question marks. Gotta so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try and find out where I was in the uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm- Ch- Cheers for
3: carrying it on, guys.
1: No worries, that's no, all good. No worries.
3: Uh, yeah, but I think we need to have our wits week- about us um, come the weekend against. Uh, oh, sorry, not the weekend. Is it Thursday we're playing or was it? <laughs> no, on the it's Saturday. Saturday five thirty. Saturday, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely need to have our wits about us because Brentford's been on bang on form. Uh, last six games, mm. um, they've just clicked. And, it, you know, it's no coincidence that Ericsson's been there now and he's sort of, uh, you know, come into a bit of form. So, um, you know, but we, we always seem to do well with teams who, you know, come to uh, attack teams who like to attack, you know, I'd, I'd like to say Brentford like to attack. So we are going to get opportunities uh, on the flip side of that. Um, they're going to get opportunities as well. And it will come down to who can defend better on the day. Um, honestly, I think we can nick a, nick a win at Brentford. I think we'll be able to get um, more players running in behind. They'll want to come out and attack us. And um, if you look historically, we tend to do better against teams that um play more open so um yeah I think the problem also could be the wing backs as well you know again I know I've mentioned it a few times but um we need to just get the wing backs involved a lot more with the crossing and um with everything really so yeah I'd I like certainly see- think we can grab a win though
2: I would like to see, and I said it the other week, and I really wanted to see it the other day against Brighton. Just, mm. and it's not blaming Emerson because, as I say, I thought everyone was crap the other day. But just bring on Lucas or Bergvine as a right wing back, you know, and take. We, this is what we're saying. Our, our thing is to dare to do, but why are we not taking a gamble and, and throwing a, a
3: player there? You know, that's going to. I
2: think run you're the right, and, and take a player off? You're on, right.
3: right. You're right in a way, Mark. Um, I think it's a it's a gamble to do it um, if we're starting them. Um, yeah. at right but wing back, wing when, back. You know. but it's not as much of a gamble if we're having a game like Brighton and you think do you know what I'm taking you off Bergwijn's playing right wing back um, to take a gamble because at that point you've got nothing else to lose you know I know you want to stick to your guns and um keep it tight at the back but come on you've got 20 minutes 15 minutes you know throw him on that right, right wing back you know let's get him to move forward and get get a few crosses in Um, You know, the stats don't lie. We didn't have any shots on target um, the other day. Zero shots. They had five on target with 12 12 efforts. You know, you make of that what you will. But for me, it's just unacceptable. Um, I think it's something that needs to be sorted out next next season. Uh, Our signings need to be shrewd. Um, We haven't got a lot of money, but we've got enough money to buy class players still. But we just need to be um be a bit more active in the market, be a bit more proactive, I think. Um and there's a lot of players this season or upcoming season who are gonna be on free transfers. You know, we need to be looking up, um, looking at tying these deals up before before the start of next season. You know, there's a lot of good players out there on the free. Um that could free up a lot of money for us, you know, for for other players, other areas that we need. So yeah, it's going to have to be, um, you know, wait and see. Unfortunately, because um, whatever way you look at it, uh, Conte hasn't had a full season at Spurs, and we can only judge him after next season once he's had a full season um, uh, in in front of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've missed a huge amount of this conversation. I, I disagree with Bob. It's not whenever Ovin speaks; it's when my computer is. Uh playing out He's just
1: whining. If, <laughs> if you did think that, in, I do apologise. No no, um, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, control. I mean, no, it's funny.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Brentford's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. They've completely, there's no threat of them getting relegated now. They've completely torn that mm-hmm. to shreds. And and you only have to look at Tony now that Ericsson's there. Tony, and, and I've worked with a guy who's a Brentford fan, season ticket holder. Before Ericsson turned up, Tony wasn't really making runs into the box. It was wide. Ericsson turns up, starts playing. He's running into the box and it's no surprise he's scoring goals. And,
2: Absolutely. And,
0: yeah. You and, and,
2: used, used to call him Luca and, Tony. <laughs> well,
0: he was before Ericsson turned out. Now it's Ivan Tony getting in the box. Um, yeah. So if we don't mark Ericsson and stop Ericsson, plays a survey similar to what Brighton did with us and Kane. If we don't stop Ericsson, they're going to mm-hmm. cause us a huge amount of problems. But even if we do stop Ericsson, they've got so much confidence now. And they're at home against one of the big boys, you'd have to say, in terms of the top six, big boys, Tottenham. They're gonna to be bang up for this. And if we're not bang up for it and don't take them seriously, mm-hmm. we'll get turned
4: over again.
2: What's gonna be what's gonna be really interesting for me in this game is you've got Man United Liverpool tomorrow, you've mm-hmm. got Chelsea Arsenal on Wednesday, and then you've got Arsenal, Man United early kickoff on Saturday. So they've got two games in we, um, before we play next. We're gonna we could be down in what fifth. One of them could be in fourth position. No chance. I don't, sorry. I don't think, either, oh, sorry. Sorry, I don't think either, but we will either. Yeah, could be. I don't think we will either, but we could be.
4: It, if one of them win
2: them two games, we, they will be above us. You know, I don't yeah, think that's gonna I... happen personally. I think they'll both yeah, I... midweek, and I think it'll yeah. be a draw on Saturday. But yeah. we could be in fifth, which is. Over to us. We win the game. We go back into fourth. So yeah. it's even going to be. But we've come we from that position before, Mark. Fourth. Yeah, and this is the problem. We even well, need actually, to win the game to go yeah. back into fourth. Or now we need to put
1: even more pressure on them. You know, so it's, well. Actually, you
2: know, it's fantastic. That's what we Well, actually, been. if
1: they, if Man, no, even if, even if, sorry, even, I'm not saying no to disagree. Um, isn't it? Spurs are three points ahead and better goal difference. So even yeah. if Man United yeah. win, or even Arsenal if win, they won Spurs two. Is,
2: they're three points behind. Us. If they won the both games, they would get be both
1: three
3: games. points ahead of us. Right, okay. three points ahead of us. Well, it's well, it's well, not, it's not guaranteed two wins. So,
1: that, well, those um lucky, extra goals, but...
3: the goal difference is going to be absolutely um essential, and it is um going to prove I reckon to be the key um key factor in everything because that could be as good as another point for us. Uh, that goal difference, but um yeah. at the
2: same time, has we can't rest on our laurels, mate, because we can see how no, that no, hundred percent, absolutely.
3: No, you know, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Quickly. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I mean, but to, it's, you know, we have got some sort of. Um, yeah, sorry, go on, Chris. I
0: don't know. I was going to make a new point, but yeah, yeah, carry on. I was yeah, I mean, I was just going to say it is, yeah,
3: it is some. Yeah, no, I was just going to say it is like a sort of mini safety net, so to speak. Absolutely. And, uh, worst case scenario, you know, if we're all level on points somehow. It's a bit of a safety net, but it's better yeah, to have it, it?
2: At the minute, it's like having another point,
3: really. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. But we need to keep hold of that. We can't let that slip, really.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that, what are we going save. with then? Um, are we are we going with best case scenario is going to be a draw? See um United and Arsenal? i, I when think
0: they play so. their respective so games,
4: mm. yeah.
0: Oh, I think it has to be now, being that Man United are back into this, because uh, essentially what we've done, well, I think anyway, by Man United winning, is top four. United are now in the race again now. So it's a, it's a, uh, I think West Ham are out. I think West Ham are out because they drew and all of their eggs in that Europa League basket now.
4: Absolutely. But Man United Absolutely. are back in
0: this, because if Man United are level on points with us, we drop points against or we lose to Brentford, they beat Arsenal or whoever their next game is. Their level of got Liverpool, tomorrow.
2: Yeah, they've got Liverpool tomorrow. Yeah, they
1: have got Liverpool tomorrow. Isn't it tonight? No, tomorrow. Was well, it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Well, who, yeah, tomorrow. Oh yes, yeah. Tomorrow. Today's Monday. Keep forget. I think uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, yeah.
3: Liverpool tomorrow. don't lose at home. Yeah. Liverpool Let's Do so. not lose at home. <laughs> but I, 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 <laughs> I think Arsenal
0: me. United has to be a draw for us because they're both banging that race. We need them both to drop points. We, we need, need them both to
2: lose thing. midweek, obviously, and then we need a, a draw would be would be
1: the sp- yeah. perfect result. Well, the the ultimate truth is. Spurs just need to win. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was, absolutely. A, 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 a draw, it's still in our hands, you know I mean? that's, 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 And Conte was right because um, he, he did say – I was thinking as well, you know, before uh, Brighton scored, I said, right, you're not going to win this. Like, I was thinking Spurs aren't going to win this game. Play for the draw. Just see it. The final 10 minutes, play for the draw. Don't get carried away. Don't start bumming up the pitch. Drop back. Play boring football go down, do exactly what, and play for that point. Um, that's the mentality. So I think hopefully against Brentford, if it goes the same way against Brighton, they'll go, right, Brentford are all over us. Drop back, defend, we're not going to lose. That That's what it is.
0: I, I think the Brentford game will help us in a sense because they're at home, so they'll attack us a lot more yeah. than Brighton did. So therefore, mm-hmm. you'd expect, anyway, yeah, Kane to expect, have a bit yeah. more of a ball and a bit more of a say on the game. Mm-hmm. But it's not gonna be easy. We we could easily be 2 0 down before we get going if Ericsson gets run of the game and and, and uh Luca Tony's brother uh <laughs> gets a run of the game as well and gets on the ball. Uh, so it's not gonna be easy at all, but it is still on our hands. And then it's, it's
2: enough, in, it's in Arsenal's hands as well, mate. That's there's two teams where it's in their hands. It's uh, in Arsenal's yeah. and it's in ours.
0: I don't it think we would ever
2: against London
0: Derby. But uh, interestingly right enough, I think we can do a job <laughs> at Anfield because I think what we did at White Hart Lane or Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, whatever it's called now, against them, and, and really should have won that game fairly easily. I mean, six clear-cut opportunities we created, by uh, Klopp's suicide tactics as well, even two people back. I think that will have a say. So I don't think they'll attack us as gun and gung-ho as they do other teams because they know that we can. Mm-hmm. Causing problems if if, mm-hmm. if 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 that happens again, and uh, I can see us nicking something there. I mean, <laughs> famous last words. We can <laughs> we'll end up going down five nil now, but uh, <laughs> I'm not able to watch it because it's my brother Stag who some people don't right. even think about when they ask people to go to places. They I don't, don't think, and it's very annoying. But. Yeah, it, it's, the, it's the games where we're, we're at home against teams who defend against us or we're fancied to be at home where we've always, generally, historically, barring one or two seasons here where they're struggled and that's the, the Brighton game there. I think Brentford could be a banana skin as well. But Orin's right, is and, and yourself, Mark, we win all of our games. We're in fourth.
4: Yeah.
1: I think also... Uh, and I said this even when Arsenal were six points ahead. it says by the time Spurs play Arsenal, Arsenal will be out of it. They're out of it. They have lost three games back to back. They have Chelsea midweek, which they'll probably lose again, and then they have United. Their morale will be gone, absolutely gone. So I think by the time I, I guess the the Premier the Premiership will go like. Hopefully, it's going to be like who's going to get Arsenal have proven it three games. You know they they don't look like winning. Um. So I think that it is Man United's captain, but they're going to fall apart again because let's be honest, it's Ronaldo show. That's what United is this season. It's a Ronaldo show. Everything is about him, you know. And, and take him out if he doesn't perform, the rest of the team doesn't perform. No. Harry Maguire, well, you've is, always is got a chance. Like in the player
0: you always got a chance as Bob first says it's been on the screen a couple of times. As poor as they've been wouldn't it be just typical to get United to get fourth? It's that club mentality we need to have at our club. We should expect to get fourth. Positive energy is a must. 100%. And put doing a super chat. Thanks so much. Big up panel. Really enjoy listening. Uh, thanks so much for watching. Really glad you enjoy listening and uh, watching and watching uh, Yeah, please carry on subscribing and watching the Hotspur hood and jump over to Let's Talk Tottenham as well. But yeah, sorry, Owen.
1: Um, Yeah, I I just said, I think Arsenal Arsenal are done Um, and I think United will. Again, it's there's only one team who can, you know, Spurs. Spurs are the only team that can mess this up, Uh, like there's no threat from Arsenal or Man United. The biggest threat first Spurs, not getting top four, is Spurs. And I've said that from the start. Because whether those players, you know, they get scared or nervous, I've, you know, it, it's kind of like, I, I don't get the mentality. I want to know the mentality for most of those players. Song, Kane, Kulaveski, they have it. But like, you know, they need players who can just step up and really dictate and become Kind of like you know, take a long shot, do something different instead of just like playing the safe way. So yeah, I said it from the start: it, the only team that can make Spurs not get tough for it is Spurs themselves.
2: What yeah. we got to look forward to as well is Kane usually goes on a run of goal scoring run towards the end of the season. He hadn't had mm-hmm. that. I mean, them games we were winning, Kane were not even scoring. He yeah. was involved in all of it, but, he's but he, go his on game,
0: game slightly changed, games. though, hasn't it? He? Yeah. It, it, uh, uh, he's not more of a creator. He's also an, a creator. I'd say. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah but I, I mean, it, he it, still it, gets it, into the opportunities it, to score goals, and yeah,
2: yeah. It, his main desire is still to score goals, though, mate. And I, yeah, I, I think yeah. he'll go on a run. I think he'll go on a run towards the end of the Good season. Thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bob Spurs giving me some advice here. Uh, take this new technology thing called a phone to the stag, Chris. Pop to the loo for 90 minutes, give it a run-up by moaning about a dodgy kebab for a few days prior.
4: <laughs> Sorted.
0: I'll take that advice and then hope I don't get kicked off the stag. Um, but yeah, I mean, Friday's uh, my bright, uh, Brentford preview, but I mean, we'll end kind of with this, Oren. uh Do you think uh, Brighton was just a one-off, just one of those bad games, bad day at the office, or do you yeah. think it's the start it, it, of a bad run and we fall out it, of the 4
1: it's it's one of those days. Uh, every football team has it. Um, of course, being Spurs fan, when Spurs lose, it's the end of the world. You know, the apocalypse is here. But it's just it was just a bad bad day. Uh, bad day at the office. Give credit where give credit where credit's due. You know, Brighton played the game really well. Because if Brighton had beaten Man City, it'd be like, oh my god, Brighton were amazing. They were great. Man City did everything. So why can't we just? Say the same. You know, Brighton did really well. They got the toxic spot on. They got everything done. And the better team won. And that's it. Um move on against Brentford. Spurs will buck up their ideas and hopefully they'll be the better team that night.
0: Yeah, Mark, uh bad day at the office. Start of a poor run. Uh would you put the Brighton down to are you no, of course, agreement with Owen?
2: We've got to believe in this, you know, in you in hope that we get back to the form that we were displaying before the Brighton game. Um, every team has, has an off day. Um, as I say, we have more than most, unfortunately. But I hope that with Conte there, he's going to get back into them now. Um, he did have COVID last week. He's going to drill it into them. We're going to learn from our mistakes um, and we're going to come up with plans if we do come across a team that's going to do that. Brentford won't. As, as has said, Brentford will play football. So, yeah. I expect <laughs> us to go and I expect us to beat Brentford. It won't be easy.
0: Because of that, that, they'll play football and leave gaps because they'll yeah. be attacking us rather yeah. than on the
2: defence. That's it. And, and I think we'll win. And, and, you know, it's as simple as that. I do believe that we're going to go to Brentford and I think we'll win.
0: And, has for uh, you, uh, writing just a bad day uh, and, and do you still see us getting fourth or...? or... I mean, there is a long way to go, but uh, do, do you see it as there's still a long way to go? Let's not count ourselves in yet. Or do you still back us to get fourth and, and then start, uh, finish that bad result uh, we've with, got, uh, uh, with Brentford?
3: Yeah, I think we've got to put it down to a bad that Office, to be honest with you, um, it was one of those days nobody got going. Like I said before, you know, we couldn't even put it down to one player or maybe two players being uh, leggy or, or form. It was the whole team. Um like I mentioned Conte is going to get into them this weekend Brentford is very much a club likes to stick to their philosophy of attacking football they haven't changed the way they played all season Um, they're not going to change against us either we're going to get opportunities Um, I'm going to go for a away win Um, I can't really predict the scoreline hopefully a 2-1 or a 3-1 maybe even closer but I think top four I think top four, there's going to be a few twists and turns, but I think we'll get there. I think we've got we've got the right coaching in place. We've got the right mentality when we're playing, um, when all the players are sort of clicking. Um, I can see us top four. It, it, we'll get it, but it'll be a close run thing. It's not going to be easy. Uh, we've still got the North London derby to come as well. Let's see what the teams are like by that time. Uh, who's who's on form, who's not. But then again, form goes out the window for a North London derby. So, um, anything can happen. You know, there could be a riding on that game come come the day or there could be nothing riding on it for Arsenal. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say top four. Be positive. We've got this. Conte's got this. Come back and uh, we'll do a job on Brentford at the weekend.
2: Wouldn't yeah, it be just be yeah. glorious? Before before you go, to Chris, uh, wouldn't yeah, it just j-
3: be glorious? J- j- just to
0: say, sorry, I've got to read this out. Seven wins in 10 is a great one. It was just a hiccup. That's Bob Spur with a super chat. Thanks so much, Bob. Absolutely. And, uh, let's hope it was a hiccup. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, Mark.
2: No, I was just going to say, yeah. wouldn't it be glorious? Arsenal have got the Netflix crew there, haven't they? Wouldn't it just be <laughs> glorious if we win that North London derby and that's the thing that gets us into top four? And, and, puts them into, <laughs> and, and puts them into Europa Conference League. I mean, imagine where that.
0: It would, where it would pay them yeah. back for them winning uh, the title at White Hart Lane. Back but we, in, we've got it on uh, film,
2: George, mate. Yeah. That would be on, on film, the yeah. whole season with them, like, giving it the large. <laughs> yeah. And then it's always there, you know.
3: Yeah. It would just yeah. be fantastic. And what's more be- <laughs> what's more glorious, Mark, is that they're on um, the Amazon show as well. So that's even more glorious, isn't it? Yeah.
2: That's
4: that's sorry. That's what I was. On,
2: that's what I was on about. Yeah. The what's it? The one oh right. We're okay, on, sorry. The, the yeah. Amazon, yeah. 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 So not Netflix. Yeah. Sorry. Thing, I was wondering what you yeah, said. Yeah,
4: Yeah. 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 yeah, that would be yeah absolutely
3: yeah, absolutely yeah, glorious, yeah. mate. I mean, five minutes too late there. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, football is is such an ever-changing. It can change so quickly. You know. A week ago, we were banging that top four race. We were all favourites. One result, bad result, and then it's all open again. That's the thing. I mean, we had a real, real opportunity to really put pressure on Arsenal and and Man United and whoever else. Uh, And we didn't do it. We let Man United back in. Luckily, Arsenal lost. But what an opportunity it was to put real pressure on. So hopefully, like I say, football changes ever so quickly. let's change it back to our way starting at half five on Saturday and then go on a run again Uh, but yeah it's just so frustrating isn't it four wins out of four scoring goals most in 2022 out of any English team and then a awful awful horrible performance yeah and yeah but you know it is what it is it is what it is but yeah hopefully like we say Brentford we end up and, and, and if we beat Brentford and beat them well no one remembers that
4: Brighton result for. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's completely it's...
0: forgotten.
3: And also look at it from this point of view as well, Chris. Um, you know, generally when we've lost the game, even when we had that one list, one loss and one win sort of uh, sequence mm-hmm. going, we've always won the next game after losing. So um, yeah. you've got to look at it from that point of view as well. I can't see us having a bad performance on Saturday, and if we do end up somehow losing that game, it's only going to be because of how brilliant Brentford were. Um against mm. us no matter what we but I think we're gonna put a shift in on Saturday and I think we're gonna win that game.
0: Yeah. Well, I absolutely hope so. And I, I do think it helps that Brentford will attack us. Yeah. Leaves gaps and, and yeah. Oh, I can't be dealing with two losses on the road We won't, we'll get a win. We'll get a win. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Uh thanks to you three guys and no thanks to you three guys for keeping it going while my computer was designed to at the moment. Um, Sorry, right. yeah, Orvin, uh, it's in the uh, description. But uh, Mister Spurs, your YouTube channel, uh, where can people find that? Where can yeah, find it's it? um, yeah, uh, well, it's bad, <laughs> <but> um,
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, um, I, um, I did do videos, but I'm going to wait till the start of the season. Um, so I just do videos talking about you know my my views on games and players and things like that. Um, I'm on Twitter from time to time, but mostly you'll find me on your stream or um, Tommy stream. Um, that's that's pretty much it, really.
0: Excellent
2: and Mark, uh, not a stream podcast, emotion or emotion podcast. Uh, where can people find that? All your usual uh, stuff where you get your your. Uh, we never do them, Chris. You know that. I was on there, a chat it? a couple of weeks ago and said you did one. I can't remember what game. Yeah, you we was. did do one. Uh, I can't remember. It's so long ago now, mate. I can't remember it. And I went <laughs> off to Spain, and then we didn't do one against Brighton. So uh, yeah, look for it on. Um, Wherever you get your podcasts, and when we uh, when we do one, it will drop. But fuck knows when that will be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All Fair three enough. of these guys, their Twitter handles are on um on the description as well, so uh, follow. Mine's uh, actually
3: um Instagram. Um, sorry, oh. I was just going to say mine's actually Instagram. If anyone wants to follow me on Has Turkish Twenty Twenty Two, um, so you won't yeah. find that on Twitter. That one, but yeah,
0: yeah, cool. excellent. Your Twitter handle is in the description. Any streams for you or? or, or yeah, any streams. I've got a few um,
3: ideas in the pipeline. I'm um, like, I'm waiting for the new season now. There's yeah, I've got loads of ideas for a show based on uh, Tottenham, obviously, but also a bit of cooking going on as well. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens and how that works. But um, there's a lot of ideas in the pipeline. So um, you know, you guys will be the first to find out as soon as uh, that gets to go ahead. Excellent. Thank and make enjoy. sure
0: you follow Ovin, uh, Ovin, uh, Ovin on Twitter, <laughs> Mark on Twitter, and Hass on Twitter for the uh, 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 YouTube streams that come out. And and Has cooks Turkish 2022 on Instagram as well. Follow him on there. Uh, yes, Mark. Just to <laughs> do, say, do you need uh, the toilet hand in there? No, 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 no. Just
2: to say, that ain't, that ain't my that ain't my Twitter handle, right? So if no. Max says anything offensive on there. He runs that account on Twitter, right? You know that guy, all right? So if he said, I don't run that thing, so you follow it, that's Mac, not me.
0: (laughs) And why does Owen get brackets in his Twitter hand, uh, you know? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: grammar, Bob, it grammar, <laughs> it, Bob,
0: it's grammar preferences I think we'll go yep. with uh, but yeah, uh, thanks guys thanks so much for coming on and uh, like I say, keeping it going while I was having internet Owen no uh, uh, Mark, always a pleasure talking to you Has been great talking to you for the first time I haven't spoken to you before um, yeah, we're back on uh, Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel, 12.30pm Friday, uh, UK time for the Brentford preview. Uh, this is yes. the Hotspur Hood, so make sure you hit like, make sure you hit subscribe here on the Hotspur Hood and if you like what you see, come and join us on Friday on Let's Talk Tottenham and give a like and subscribe there. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for listening and, and, and watching. It really does help the channel and, and for getting your comments in and a big thanks again to Orin, Mark and Haz. And like I say, we back on Let's Talk Tottenham Friday, half 12 uh, uh, in the afternoon. Hopefully a, a, a positive preview, and then on Monday, next Monday on here, it's a positive review of the <laughs> yeah. So until then, come on, you Spurs.
4: Come
1: on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.